in the family of Christ. Welcome to another episode of Daily Grace with Alan Wonder Chapter Edition. And today's Wonder Chapter is Joshua Chapter 23. It's another short Wonder Chapter. And let's start off by a word of prayer. Almighty Lord, we want to thank you for this wonderful day. Thank you for the gift of life. I want to thank you for the gift of provision. I want to thank you for everything that you have done for us, Father, where we have gone wrong in our thoughts and actions and what we have done and what we have failed to do. Father, may you please forgive us. We put our plans into your hands that everything that we do, we may do it for glorify your name. We all this believing and trusting in your mighty name. And that is your son Jesus Christ who strengthens us. Amen. And it's the second day of a new month. Let's start off by reading today's wonder chapter. Joshua's farewell to the leaders. After a long time had passed and the Lord had given Israel rest from the enemies around them, Joshua, by then a very old man, summoned all Israel, the elders, leaders, judges, and officials, and said to them, I am very old. You yourselves have seen everything the Lord has done to all those nations for your sake. It was the Lord your God who fought for you. Remember how I have allotted as an inheritance for your tribes all the land of the nations that remain. The nations I conquered between the Jordan and the Mediterranean Sea in the west. The Lord your God himself will push them out for your sake. He will drive them out before you and you will take possession of their land as the Lord your God promised. Be very strong. Be careful to obey all that is written in the book of the law of Moses without turning aside to the right or to the left. Do not associate with these nations that remain among you. Do not evoke the names of their gods or swear by them. You must not serve them or bow down to them. But you are to hold fast to the Lord your God as you have until now. The Lord has driven out before you great and powerful nations. To this day, no one has been able to withstand you. One of your roads a thousand because the lord your god fights for you just as he promised so be very careful to love the lord your god but if you turn away and ally yourselves and ally yourselves with the survivors of these nations that remain among you and in your in and you intermarry with them and associate with them then you may be sure that the Lord your God will no longer drive out his nations before you. Instead, they will become snares and traps for you, whips on your backs and thorns in your eyes until you perish from this good land which the Lord your God has given to you. Now I am about to go the way of all the earth. You know you know with all your heart and soul that not one of all the good promises that the Lord your God gave you has failed. Every promise has been fulfilled, not one has failed. But just as all good things the Lord your God has promised you have come to you, so will he bring upon you all the evil things he had threatened until the Lord your God has destroyed you and the good land he has given you. If you violate the covenant of the Lord your God which he has commanded you, 
and go and serve other gods and bow down to them, the Lord's anger will burn against you and you'll quickly perish from the good land he has given you. And that is our wonder chapter for today. It's another short wonder chapter. But what message do we borrow from today's wonder chapter? The first message that really hit me came from verse 3. What does verse 3 say? You yourselves have seen everything the Lord your God has done to all these nations for your sake. It was the Lord your God who fought for you. Let me read that again. You yourselves have seen everything the Lord your God has done to all these nations for your sake. It was the Lord your God who fought for you. Two things really come in my mind. If you read this, you'll find out that the writer is trying to bring some magnitude of the Lord has really done some things for you, you. And that is exactly what the Lord had done. He had done like unbelievable things for the Israelites. He had fought for them battles that no one even thought they would come out victors. But they did. Why? Because the Lord fought for them. He fought against your enemies. And in the same vein, the Lord will fight for you. If you give him, if you allow him to fight for you, he will fight for you. There's no battle that the Lord cannot win. That's a fat thing you should know. He is still fighting. Don't give up within the battle. I've told you so many times, it took over 40 years plus for the Israelites to come out of Egypt. Imagine they had given up along the way. Look at what they're enjoying right now. You may be going through a lot of things, mentally, spiritually, in any aspect. But your battle is in progress. Your victory is in progress. You are a victory in progress. You are a testimony in progress. And I like how verse 3 says, you yourselves have seen everything. There's something that when you look, when you sit down and reflect and look back, you'll be like, oh my God, this is only God. There's some things that you cannot explain to someone. There's something that you yourself cannot explain. There's something that you don't know where they came from. But it is all the Lord. It's all the gift of the Lord. And it's only you, 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 who knows that. If you're going to, to verse 7, verse 7 tells us, Do not associate with these nations that remain among you. Do not evoke the names of their gods or swear by them. You must not serve them or bow down to them. Do not associate with these nations, with nations, nations that do not value God, nations that do not see your Christian value, nations that do not accept that the Lord God is their King and Savior. Do not associate with them. Watch your company. This is the Bible. Watch your, who do you associate with? When you look at your friends, do they help you spiritually? Or they're just financial friends. And I'm not saying hate them. I'm not saying distance yourself from them. But if it does not add spiritual value to you, find a way of enclosing yourself away from them. 
Sometimes the Lord puts you among them so that you can change their aspect. Don't allow your friends to go wrong when you are there. It just leaves me wondering and asking a question that are you willing to put your spiritual life first? Are you willing to put your spiritual life over your social life? There's, there's so many things that we do nowadays, not because we want to do them, but because our friends have forced us to do them so that we, I did not know, are branded cool. Verse 8 tells us what we should do. Verse 8 says, But you are to hold fast to the Lord your God as you have until now. Don't give up. You are to hold fast. Stick to the Lord. Cling to Him. Actually, I was reading some um the NLT. It says, Cling tightly to the Lord. Hold upon Him there like there's no tomorrow. Let the Lord be your refuge. Even if today has refused, don't give up. Cling to the Lord and say, Lord, you know what? In Jesus' name, today is going to allow. Today is going to accept. And what can defeat you if in the Lord's team? First and say that one of your roots, a thousand, because the Lord your God fights for you, just as his promise. Even if a thousand men came, because you're on God's team, there's nothing that they can do. They cannot defeat you. Learn to identify your value as a Christian, the weight, the importance, the privileges you have as a Christian. There's nothing that can defeat you. Whatever you're going through is not going to be permanent. But all this will happen only and only if, verse 11, so be very careful to love the Lord your God. You want to be in a winning team? Put in teamwork. Love the Lord. Read your Bible. Do what makes him happy. And if you continue, verse 13 tells us that then you may be sure that the Lord your God will no longer drive out these nations before you. Instead, there will be come snares and traps for you, whips on your backs and thorns on your eyes until you perish from this good land which the Lord your God has given you. That's if you disobey God. That's what is going to happen. He has already given you good land. What's that word? Good land. Don't bring all stains. Don't bring all practices into this new land. Let it be a new land. And verse 14, now I'm about to go to the way of all the earth. You know with all your heart and all your soul that not one of any of good promises the Lord your God has made has ever failed. Every promise has been fulfilled. Not one has ever failed. Not one like this. Zero. You know with all your heart and soul that not one of all the good good promises the Lord your God gave you has failed. Every promise has been fulfilled. Not one has failed. Not one has failed. So what what or who is lying to you that it, you're going to start that trend? Can you believe like the Lord has never made a promise and failed to keep it ever since? Ever since time immoral. So what makes you think you're going to be the first? You're not going to. You are not going to. 
And verse 15 tells us, But just as all the good things the Lord your God has promised you have come to you, so he will bring on you all the evil things that he threatened until the Lord your God destroys you from this good land he has given you. And it's going to verse 16. If you violate the covenant of the Lord your God, which commanded you, and go down and serve other gods and bow down before them, the Lord's anger will burn against you and you'll quickly perish from the good land that he has given you. The Lord has given you, the Lord has given me another chance. He has given us good land. That good land signifies a new chapter that we have to write. But how many times have we worshipped other gods than him? How many times have we not given him all our best? How many times have we put him second to earthly things? You know what you have been worshipping? Money, what? You know. The Lord is reminding us, hey, my brother, my sister, I'm giving you a new land. Please take care of it. I'm giving you a new cloth. It's white. Don't stain it. Take some time. Read Joshua chapter 23. What do you read? What do you understand? What do you get? Feel free to write to us. Daily Grace with Alan at Yahoo.com or send us a direct message on Instagram or Twitter at Daily Grace with Alan at Yahoo.com. We really love to hear from you. Remember, the Lord can use one word to send a thousand messages. I've always told you that and always will tell you that. Almighty Lord, we want to thank you for this wonderful day. We want to thank you for today's message. We want to thank you for allowing us to come this far. Father, today we look mainly about how you have always come through. Father, you're good of come through. You're good of possibilities. Father, you have loved us so much that you have never failed us from the first day you created this earth, Father, and never shall fail us. So many times the enemy confuses us, Father. So many times when you're going through battles, Father, they make they make us seem like you are we are losing. They make us seem like we have lost. Yet we are just a battle in progress. For that you are just a victory in progress. And today I proclaim that all the plans that we have are going to come out successful. Father, that all what we are going through, we shall come out victors. We always believing and trusting in your mighty name and that of your son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. And we believe as we say, Amen. <laughs>